So is this like the opposite? With a liking for the finger things in life. Finer things. Oh, welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm Alex. Take number two. John John didn't like my intro. Literally, we, we, we did the intro and immediately Alex bashes me. So I'm like, guess what we're going to do? We're going to restart this. I'm just in one of those moods where I'm just like, if someone comes at me, I'm fist fighting them. I'm not even going to yell at them. I'm just going to get violent. I can tell, I can tell by your eyes. What? What does that mean? Like you're They're ready to kill. Black. You're like... Like a shark. You see red. I am. I'm thirsty for blood. (laughs) I saw someone post a meme on Instagram and it was like me after I just sent like a long ass paragraph. I saw it too. I'm not the same woman. Yeah. It was like five minutes later after I've calmed down. It's like, I actually didn't mean that. I'm not the same person I was when I sent that raged email. Wasn't it a picture of uh, Prince? (laughs) I I don't remember what it was, Uh, but but sometimes I feel that way where I'm just like, who was I five minutes ago? Because she was an angry girl. I don't know what just came out of me, but I apologize. (laughs) So this morning, it's just a whole nightmare. I had to wake up really early to go get my car inspection or whatever but it was pretty early for me i get up i I take my cholesterol pills and my vitamin c pill and i look down and i poured like 15 of my cholesterol pills in my hand and not thinking i put them all in my mouth what the fuck is wrong with you i know i know half awake i don't know why i dumped them all in my hand and i I put them in my mouth candy i have no idea you were trying you listen like as soon as i put it in my mouth i go holy shit and then I spit them all out. I'm not joking. I don't know why I did that. I, I wish like you guys could awake. see my face. My jaw is on the floor. Are you trying to leave me? Are you like unhappy, John? No. And this is your way. This no, it's is your subconscious. Up. No, it's fucked up. The what I actually thought about in that moment was not why wow, I could OD, which I. Could, know, I don't you know if you, I don't know. Um, I don't know. You should look that up. But I was more upset that now I think I ruined all these pills. Oh my god! And I'm gonna have to pay for new ones. I don't think so. Like if it's just your spit on it, <laughs> they're just, all just congealed just... together. What am I gonna chisel <laughs> chisel them apart? That's actually really disgusting. I, I can't believe like, I fucking did that. I, I took them like all in my hand and swallowed. I oh, well almost swallowed them. They should put them in a pack like birth control, so like you have to take it out individually because if you have to like. Like with birth control, you have to, you can't just take out a bunch of them. You have to take it out daily. That's wild. That's wild. And you know, on top of it, my pill is so small that I have to, they're like, just take half of it every day because they want to lower my doses because I've been a good boy and my cholesterol is doing better. So like, just take half the pill. more leafy greens. But they don't have the little line. So I go to bite it and it's always like, sometimes I get three fourths of the pill. Sometimes I get half. Sometimes I only get one fourth of the pill. What do they expect you to like, just chop them all up with a knife, like a dealer? Using my teeth. Yeah. I, that that worries me, John. I feel like you've been doing a lot of things lately that are actually exactly proving you're your early onset dementia. Put me so, at home. So John has this fun game that he likes to do at the refrigerator where he'll leave a glass to put water in it and then walk away because like the water pressure in our house isn't that great. So it does take a fucking long time. But John <laughs> walks away and forgets it. This has now happened like eight times and you flood the floor. I feel like there's some fridges that have like a sensor where it okay, shuts off. That's number one. Number two is the amount of times you left the garage door open and just left the house. And so it's just Kobe and I 
with the door unlocked, ready Listen, to get... these are just things I have to get used to because we never had a garage. I don't we know, never John. Had, You're really scaring me. We never had a fridge that had the little clicker thing that you, you know put what? your glass you under. You made me go to a primary care to just make sure that I wasn't dying. I feel like maybe you need to go to a neurologist. Let's talk about this. Alex has never gone to a doctor before. And what? What were the results? Immaculate. Yeah, it's, that's such bullshit. But I'm my jealous. Heart, my heart rate's like 40 beats per minute. She was looking for her heart rate and she was like, uh... <laughs> do you have anything going on because your heart rate's like 45 <laughs> yeah, i was like i just work out and it's so low must be nice i think i have a problem i think i'm losing i'm losing yeah, it it's scaring me and i the like fact to play that a now, game like indiana jones like i have the glass under the water thing and i'm like trying to re remove it real quick before it just pours all over the floor you're losing at this game all right well i'll i'll work on it i'll the, work on it for you the thing is like in any other situation, I would help you clean up a mess, but I just watch you every time. I'm it's like, it's definitely you... your pet peeve. Though. <laughs> yeah. Like I oh, get yeah. nervous if I take one step away from the fridge now when I'm trying to fill the glass up. You're like, uh, uh, uh. it'd be different if you did it once or twice. This has now happened eight times. Uh, it's happened too many times. I'm multitasking. Okay? No, but like you're not good at it. I'm making so just jerky learn. at the same time. Like you have to learn. This isn't something that I'm good at. This is not a skill of mine. Let's not do this anymore. I, I blame it on being a Taurus. I'm a fucking Taurus too. There's different things about being a Taurus. And I that's hate, not one of yours. I hate when people use behavior or explain people's personalities or characteristics because of fucking the moons and rocks and the stars and the sun. Uh, no. People are astrology, just, ho. People, no, it's from your childhood trauma. That's that's why you are. That's who why you I'm are. dumping water all over. Yeah. What childhood yeah. trauma? No, I'm just I'm just saying, like your personality is is not because of when you were born. I mean, may, maybe maybe there's something that plays into it, but like you can't explain every piece of someone's personality because of when they were born. In the when year. the sun's align. Yeah. I actually, what I like to go off of is the Chinese at the restaurants. Like I'm the rabbit. I go off of my birth year. What? Do you oh, know what I'm talking about? Right. You ever go to a Chinese restaurant and get a poo-poo platter? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Do you know what a poo-poo platter is? No. So it almost looks like stacks, like a fondue, like a cheese fondue thing, but each stack is like different little shish kebabs and There's meat. no way it's called a poo-poo platter. Flame. Yeah, called a poo-poo platter. No, it's Chinese not. Chinese, look it up. I stand Am corrected. I right? But it's P-U-P-U, poo-poo. Poo-poo platter. But it still is a poo-poo platter. There's a little flame. I, I just don't like the way that you say it. You get too excited to say poo-poo platter. I thought that was like the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life when I was a kid. I love that. Anytime I went to a Chinese restaurant, it's I good. get the poo-poo platter. <laughs> but anyway, so I was like the rabbit and it was like, I'm very, I don't know. Does, like, is that the year you were born? Yeah. I think mine was the monkey. Rabbit characteristics. Kind, virtuous, and no, popular. No, none and of those. popular, None baby. of these. They're artistic. No. And have good taste. So is this like the opposite? With a liking for the finger things in life. Finer finger things. things. <laughs> finger looking things. Yeah. The, the, they do not like to argue. Preferring peace John, and this quiet. is a joke. This is an actual joke because this They're is They're compassionate the, listeners. This is Excellent the negotiators and always work well with people. The one thing I'm going to take from that is I am an excellent negotiator because I got your dad that mini fridge that got a dent in it. I got it for 50% off. You know, but like someone would look at that list and be like, oh, this explains me to a T where it's one personality trait. That is not you at all. Call me a top negotiator. Call me Donald Trump. I'm the negotiator. No, absolutely not. Okay. I don't know where we were going with this. What is your uh, low, John? My low. You want to know what my fucking low is? 
the cars, the whole car situation. So Alex and I sold our house in Raleigh. It's our fault for moving around. That's why. It is. Moving around is such a bitch. Like, they, no, the country doesn't want you to move around. No, they it's make too it hard. so difficult it's too to fucking move. Hard. Oh, you want to move and get a new address? You have to get a new license. I'm just going to like really short synopsis of what happened. We sold our Raleigh house. We're moving everything to Virginia. We have two vehicles. I go to get the car inspected. The one car, I have to pay $2,400 for it to get to pass, uh, to pass an inspection. The other car, I got inspected, but... <laughs> I feel like we can't get our words out today. <laughs> inspection. It was just expected. a whole to do. It was just so much shit I had to do for these two vehicles. Like, what a pain in the ass. And I can't imagine, like, thank God we work from home. Because if I was, like, still being a therapist trying to do this, I would, I would, I would freak the fuck out. I'll just leave that there. So it's been like a three, four day process. The driver, the DMV is a nightmare too, but that's another story. Everyone knows that. That's my low. That's a hard low because it's still currently happening right now. What's your low? My low is I wish I had more time to binge these shows. I feel like there's so many good shows out and I want to watch all of them. And I try to watch them while I edit. But Can we talk about you for a second? You was okay. If anyone's oh, out I thought there, you meant me. No, no. Oh, sorry. No, the show where he's like we the murder. We did binge you. And we did finish that. I liked it. It was okay. You know, it got a little bit draggy in the middle. I was like, what the we fuck is going we're on? We're not going to give away any spoilers or anything. Yeah. I mean, but just hurry up and watch it, everyone, so we could talk about it. But the end. I, I feel I, like they were really fishing, though, right? Or like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like making it, they're trying to like being very extra. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I liked the end. I wasn't expecting that. I was kind of sad. But, anyways. John almost cried. I, you did cry. Maybe, maybe not. I had weird feelings. <laughs> weird feelings came out. All the strange feelings. But yeah, that's my lows. I feel like there's a lot of good shows out and I just wish I had more time oh, to watch them. Oh, and we finished Squid Games. Yeah. Well, we spoke about that last week's episode. Did we? Well, remember the Would You Rather? I said, Would You Rather oh, go to Squid fuck, Games? That's right. With a shark. Which I just realized it's Squid Game. It's not Squid Games. It should be Squid Games because there's plethora of games inside of But well, I don't think that's game. what the actual thing is called. Like, that's what the show is called. It's Squid Game, but it's not. It's not Squid Games. Well, actually, I could see why it's called Squid Game because of the end. It's just one game. <laughs> this is the dumbest conversation. That's my low. What okay. is your high? My high, my high, my high, my high. My high is... Your high is that we carved pumpkins. That's your high. Then, that's your fucking that, high. That's not my high, but that was fun. I feel like carving pumpkins is definitely overrated, but I did see someone comment on our video of carving pumpkins that instead of carving the car from the bottom off, that is genius where you just i feel like wouldn't it rot though quicker it probably rots quicker if you do that know, who gives a shit fucking carving pumpkins is stupid yeah i mean i like the pumpkin seeds i do it to roast pumpkin holidays seeds so you gotta decorate and just do all this hocus pocus bullshit oh, actually i'm not gonna lie halloween i hate halloween out of all the what? holidays halloween's the worst what thing. about the seasons let me tell you why halloween is the worst season for me because when i was in college i get grossed out really easy believe it or not from what i did at work so it's just when i'm eating food i'm in the cafeteria lunch lady in college i'm hungover throws a pile of scrambled eggs on my plate i look up and she had like fake blood and like her eyeball falling out of her face as like her costume and it just grossed <laughs> me the fuck out halloween grosses me out like i'm trying to eat and people i don't like any of the food it's like these meatballs or eyeballs and the fingers or chicken wings or this whatever jello is brains i'm over it i can't i'll sit in the corner and look at the wall <laughs> like i can't deal with that shit i remember being in high school and going around with my pillowcase trying to get candy and being like Am I am I too old? 
Like, what What's is the, the cutoff? cutoff? Yeah, What's what, the cutoff What here? is the cutoff? But, I mean, we don't have kids, but I do, I do feel like if we had kids, I would 100% just go around and drink drink wine put it in a right. to-go cup make a cocktail steal my kids candy my dad had that oh, red flyer the, like uh, the wagon wheelbarrow thing yeah, yeah the wagon and so it was like him and like five of my friends dads and then all the kids were running around doing trick-or-treating and they just had like liquor bottles in there and they're just walking around drinking and supervising make it a cooler well yeah now they got those like yeti co- you had to improvise then that's like early 90s right didn't have that then what's your what were you talking about what's your high did you go off you just shit on halloween because i was trying to talk about pumpkins so, so you, your your high is the pumpkins no no, no that's not my high but you could go give your high first this is my high this is <laughs> This is kind of random. This wouldn't hit home for you, Alex, because you never do this. But I'm excited to go back to your parents' house to bring Kobe there. And there's a fenced-in fucking backyard. So Kobe can run out there and play with the other dogs and leave me alone because he's always scratching at the door and wants to go out all the time. And I have to walk him all the time. And I notice he's bored. Isn't it crazy? Like, he actually is bored. Yeah. I mean, again, you get a dog, you have responsibilities. Well, he's I just, seven. I'm like, is it time to slow down, Kobe? He's so sweet. So it'd be and nice. Don't to- act like I don't walk him. I do walk him. And that was one thing I said. You want to move into a townhouse with no backyard? You can walk him. I want to. Well, fence. I regret that decision now. <laughs> I'll literally never. I think I like to learn the hard way. And I've learned a lot <laughs> in just the two homes we've had. My high is all the plans that I have for us when we come back from New York and filming weddings uh, to do in the house, like organize the closets and rearrange things and buy new furniture. Like I'm just excited to spend more than excited to give me chores. Yeah. I'm excited to be here for more than eight days so that we can actually do some work here. And you know what, John, put down roots, even though we're only going to be here for not that long either. Till our next move. I can't wait to put up all the knickknacks. Okay, moving on to our wait, topic for today. I do want to say I was talking to my friends this weekend about getting another dog. And I was like, oh, gosh, like I have puppy fever. And they were like, are you fucking kidding? Like you're never you're you're traveling all the time. Like that would be the most dumb thing. And I know you've said it before, but I was like, you don't care what I say. You're like, I got to hear from like, my friends. You guys are right. <laughs> Let me hear from the people who don't live with me or spend 24 <laughs> seven. I know, with me. but like you're, I'm, of course I'm not going to listen to you. You just like, I could say the sky is blue and you're like, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, you just don't want another dog. I mean, I guess it wouldn't make sense until we get a place with a backyard anyways. I feel like you're and working I, through this problem on your own right now. So I'll, just, I'll, I'll let you keep going. I just really want another puppy. I don't at all. <laughs> Anyways, so moving on to our next section. Our topic. What are we talking about today, John? Moods. How to stop how to being get out mood. of a funk. How to stop being a moody bitch. It um, really is that. Like being moody and like how to get out of that. For well, I real. think it's very easy if like something happens early in your day, you know, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You could just be a moody bitch the rest of the day. And it could just ruin your entire day. Oh, man. Uh, you want to talk about an expert in that? Is this guy. I'm such a moody bitch. I am. Like, I don't know why. I would say that you've gotten better, though. Like, you don't let things I'm bother you. I'm more aware you. of it. I just don't think that you let things bother you as long as you used to. Name something. <laughs> Today, Well, like, this afternoon, we got in an argument. And I was like, go fuck yourself. And then you're like, okay, I was wrong. Like, we were able to 
find common ground earlier than sooner than later you know like that it wasn't even a fight it lasted like 20 minutes but i think it's different with you though i think it depends on who i'm like if i'm just moody in general like i can snap real easy and like not want to talk to that person forever the older i get i think the more self-aware i am of being in a funk i'm like why you're in a funk right now why are you in a funk you don't need to be in a funk snap the fuck out of it and what can you do to me to turn your mood around <sighs> turn the beat around that feels like anything self-reflect self-reflect on why what's putting you in this mood yeah is it a person is it something that you're doing is it the weather i think most of the time is sleep deprivation oh uh, yeah like for sure. we didn't get that much sleep last night so i think we're both a little testy today or just like other people like outside factors like someone's unsolicited opinion on something that you're doing can really ruin your day if they're like oh you suck yeah i <laughs> you know like for for example like we could get all these you know mean comments on tiktok which don't matter like you know and we really don't get a lot of mean comments at all like we're very lucky but if like a couple were to respond to a wedding film that they didn't like that would really fuck me right i'd right. be like oh my god what did i do and it could be something so small like oh just take like we don't want this clip of my ex-girlfriend in the video <laughs> like which i you know something small like that and i'd be like i i should just close my doors and cancel everything well those are I'm like horrible at what i do those are people that you're invested in, right? It's like yeah. people you've met and spoke to and like you're part of their day and you've been talking back and forth through this whole process. And then to get that news, I could see that affecting well, you I way more than some random TikTok. It's, yeah, it's easy to like let the comments from strangers just roll off so easily because you don't know them and they're judge judging you based off of a 15 to 30 second video. Like they don't know your life. But I think when it's people closer to you, like your husband, like your family or your friends who give an opinion or just say something maybe that like pisses you off right. and it's harder to let that go. I think it also is the closer I am to somebody, whether it's a family member or friend, it bothers me more. Like whatever, like something they say would affect me more than a random person. Yeah. I guess you're just naturally more courteous to unfamiliar people. Maybe because you're not afraid of losing them. Like, with you, I'm going to say mm. things to you because I'm like, where are you going to go? You fucking <laughs> have to sign some papers. Like, you're not going anywhere. You're stuck with me, You bitch. know, and same thing with, like, family. Like, it's so easy. People on TikTok joke about, like, sibling wars. And it's like you could tell people who have our only children because they don't understand the dynamic between siblings. Like, me, my sister and I could fight and say the meanest shit to each other. But 10 minutes later, I'm like, you want to go to Starbucks? Like, there's just some sort of unspoken closeness there and like an unconditional love i mean right, maybe right. not not everyone has that i mean I, I think that some people actually hate their siblings but you know when it comes down to it it's like you're, they're your blood they're your family or like they're your best friends but how do you let those things whether it's something that someone says or something that goes wrong because it doesn't even have to be relationship wise it could be that you left your cup in the water dispenser and it <laughs> flooded the fucking kitchen and that ruins your morning so like how do you let, how do you just get past those little things so essentially how do you make lemonade with your lemons <laughs> don't use those analogies with me why not that's a normal analogy don't try to trick me i'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm making you solve riddles. I'm like literally trying to think of personal experience. How do I get over stuff? And the only thing that works for me is time. Drugs. Drugs. And a, dr <laughs> a beverage. Yeah. For sure. The only thing that's going to calm me down is like an alcoholic yeah. beverage. No, but I think 
implementing healthy things like working out for sure helps exercise eating healthy stuff like that feeling good in your in yourself and your body are all preventative things right for you not always because well, those, those can help you with your mood sometimes i'm a moody bitch until i work out and then i'm like oh gosh what a great day i'm more so talking about like in the moment like oh. something happens right now i'm fucking pissed or annoyed and, and then moody. 20 minutes later you're still annoyed yeah, like how do you how do you get out of that fucking funk? Well, I think you have to it's a matter of letting go of control, which I feel like we also say in every episode. It's like, can you do anything about this? If not, you're just wasting brain space on something that you can't do anything about. That's so easier said than done. Like, oh, I can't control this. Oh like, duh. Okay. I mean, like anxiety, like just having anxiety. It's like, oh, don't. Okay, cool. Take my stresses away. Like I think I actually it's not that have easy. to do actually do something to get out of it to feel better me just talking to myself like oh i can't control this does not help me i'm like i need to step the fuck away from this situation that i'm pissed about or you know what a lot of times that puts me in a really bad mood is i'm so efficient and like i want to get stuff done and like i have a schedule and when something happens that derails me from that schedule it makes me furious well because you have definitely some form of ocd when it comes to your schedule and if you have a set plan and something happens and doesn't go according to plan that that fucks with me you off. it yeah. does and so i like i think the only way that gets me out of that funk is if me sucking your dick oh baby <laughs> yeah that that definitely because I'm and also <laughs> I'm always the go with the flow type and John hates that where I'm like, oh, we'll just play it by ear. It's crazy because we're both Tauruses. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> That's weird because I don't remember that being a Taurus trait. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the only way I think I'm actually going to get out of it is if I do a different task that I can complete quickly that makes me feel better like that I accomplished something so that I'm back on the train of being efficient and productive. I just had like an internal thought <laughs> where I'm just like, what if people stop listening to this? Because they're like, this is like trash advice. Like we're not even really giving advice here. We're just like having a conversation about our own thoughts and experiences. Well, but... you know, fuck them. I don't care. This is, this, <laughs> this is, is our own therapy. I'm working through my own shit right now. Yeah. And like, hopefully this, hopefully it works for somebody out there. Cause I don't think there's no way I'm the only person like this. Yeah. Oh, no. I think that everyone gets trapped in their own head about things, but you could let something externally ruin you internally where you're just like you're harping on this. It's changing your mood and you're like, what? eats me like, alive. Yeah. And it's like sometimes, you know, and I'm sure like I've been this person too. like when you're in a group of friends and you could tell when someone is off and you're like, what's bothering you? What's bugging you? Or like, you know, if you feel like you're not acting like your normal self and it's because something is going on in your head and. I just you're think thinking about something yeah. or you're overwhelmed about something. But I think, you know, breaking it down by being like, can, is there anything that I could do in this moment right. to fix this? Like, yes or no. And then just like go down the ladder. And it's like, if the answer is yes, what is it? If the answer is no, then you got to do something to move along until you can deal with it. Well, that's the golden question right there, isn't it? What? Yeah. Like what, what are, what are some ways to, to do that? Oh, oh, the only way I could think of was literally what I just said about going on to another task that I can like easily complete. That is a good question, John. I don't have the answer for you. What is something you do? I don't do anything. I literally, <laughs> I'm just a toxic bitch. Like if someone pisses so me there's off, there's no advice you can give no, on this subject. No, like again, earlier when you pissed me off, if you didn't come and apologize, I would have stayed like that all day long. <laughs> oh yeah. No. 
Don't ask me. Oh my God. <laughs> I need therapy. <laughs> um, no, let me think. Let me think. I know that I do things because I'm great. You know, everyone's going to want to know what we snapped at each other about. What was it? I don't even. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember because I came home from the gym. We're, we have a McDonald's ad that we're supposed to do. And John was like, pick up McDonald's on the way home from the gym. I fucking forgot. I said her. I said <laughs> I said her. You didn't text me. I said to her three times today about picking it up. And she's at the gym. And I know Alex just like when she gets in the zone doing something, she forgets shit. And I'm like, should I call her? <laughs> no. Here's... The yes and no column. Yes, call her because she definitely forgot. No <laughs> column. If you call her, she's going to snap because you've already brought it up three times to her. Alex comes home and she forgets the fucking McDonald's and I just lose my mind. We're both so stressed right now. We've so much shit going on. And like, for some reason, I, that I was, was it. like, get out. Yeah, so I was like, I'll go get the fucking McDonald's. <laughs> Well, because obviously from my standpoint, I was like, I walked in and I knew instantly that I forgot. So I go upstairs and I go, I forgot the McDonald's. I'm going to head out after I shower and go pick it up. No big deal. And then you came at me. I actually cut you off halfway through that sentence because I immediately lost my mind because that put a wrench in my day. (laughs) And I was like, okay, Mr. Perfect. Like you don't fuck up and flood the kitchen every other day. And I never (laughs) yell at you for that. So anyways, anyways <laughs> we, we snap at each other. I leave to go get McDonald's. I also had to go to the fucking post office for some nightmare DMV shit. But anyways, that 20 minutes of time was perfect for us to have. Yeah. I went through all the emotions of like anger, pissed, then like sadness and like, okay, I'm going to apologize <laughs> as I walked through the door. And we both apologized to each other. Like, and I'm sorry like, for forgetting. I think the biggest thing is basically like if you're getting in a fight or you're moody or whatever, Give yourself a minute. Breathe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's and then a- fucking communication. Right. And like, this isn't stemming from me being forgetful or you just being Mr. Perfect. It's really just like, there's so many things. I know I was starving, but just like the the stresses that we have going on, like we we got to pack for New York, whatever. So I think, again, going back to what our fucking topic is, if if these things are bothering you also break it down and be like, is this what's actually bothering right. me? Or am I tired? Am I hungry? Did, am I hung over? Like what's going on? It did someone say something to you that bothered you that is making you be annoyed with someone else. Like, I feel like there's a lot of situations that might attribute to why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. I actually honestly thought about it in the car. I'm like, well, she did tell me she edited for 16 hours yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Literally. I'm like, eh, okay. My brain is but just... But I was also <laughs> like, well, it's not like I didn't fucking do anything yesterday. I'm like, but she's your wife. And you know what? You just got to suck it up and apologize. I like that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're so stupid. <laughs> I don't even know. Was that enough information on that? I don't I, I, know. That's a hard... It's a hard thing. Yeah. Because it's like I, everyone's different. And I feel like you could struggle with something different every day. One day it could be because you burned your pumpkin seeds in the oven and the next day it could be because your dog shat on the floor like there's always something different that could really ruin your mood but it's all about mindset and perspective and it's like you know you're not gonna let this ruin your day although this could be looked at as an obstacle in life whatever no matter how big or small it is it's all about what your perspective is i agree and the story that actually makes me think about that Pussy from Sopranos. What? His name's Pussy in Sopranos. I don't think, I think I've his, seen it. I think his name is Pussy. And he was drive he he like worked 
the whole day or something, opens up the front door and his wife's like, I need you to go to the grocery store or whatever. I don't remember how the situation or the conversation happened, but they like get in this big old fight and he's like, you go get the fucking milk. And she got in a car accident and died. <gasps> and like that fucked him up. And I actually think about that a lot. I'm like, is it worth it? Is it worth the battle? What if something happened? God forbid. R.I.P. Pussy, because I think he got blasted in Sopranos also. Oh, jeez. Well, again, life's too short to to be in Don't a bad mood. Don't cry over spilled milk. <laughs> yeah. Or spilled water in the kitchen. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Moving on to our segment, Would You Rather. Did you forget? You're looking at me like... You, like <laughs> no, to, no, like, no. There's nothing left in there. <laughs> Lights are on and no one's home, baby. Are you okay? I am. I think so. Are you sure you didn't take all of your cholesterol pills Bring this morning? Bring me to the hospital. I can't believe you almost did that. Okay, I have a question. Because it relates to something that we've been talking about. In our neighborhood, they're doing like a shit ton of construction. And I'm like, damn, those guys like are such hard workers. They're there at like 7 a.m. And they leave at like 7 p.m. But, you know, like we're sitting and working in like a different way, obviously. So my would you rather is... Would you rather spend your day doing hard manual labor or sit in front of a computer screen all day? Sit in front of a computer screen all day. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. I because think I would. If I'm hungover, I could still do this, no problem. When I was. No, but like. I'm not, I'm not comparing. You're not going to be efficient at that, though. Like, if you're hungover, I'm not going to be editing efficiently. Oh, but if I'm hungover <laughs> and I'm on a roof trying to put shingles up, I fucking die. That's true. That's true. My thing is, if I can make the same amount of money doing both, I would rag rather do manual labor because I just... Activity. Yeah, like... Yeah, but your risk of injury is high, too. Oh, my God. I'm not... Like, you just, just got to ruin it and dive so <laughs> far analyzing. deep. Yeah. Well, also, and I'm not comparing therapy to being a construction worker or anything which i did do construction for a summer and it was horrible when i did therapy and like if i was too if i was really tired i'm walking patients you have to be careful like yeah. you're so liable and you have to be way more aware of what's going on than i think you do when you're sitting at a desk i guess that's true there's like safety elements but i just hate sitting all day like I, when was the last time i've seen the sun i don't know i'm pale as a fucking ghost because i'm just inside editing all day when you like a like a mix like a blend I wish that there were computers. Get that, the standing table or like with a treadmill under it. I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to do that. There would be a training period of having to learn how to keep your arms steady while walking around. Your harness, like you'll get harnessed. Or what in. about, is there something like under the table that you could like run? Like a mini, just a foot There's treadmill? one for your feet, yeah. I would do the, there's like the aquatic like rehab tool where it's like a little miniature pool that you're standing in and it's to help like people like learn how to walk again. Oh. And you can... But somehow cover it, maybe like, you know, like the kayak. Invented, John. Oh I'm gosh. sick of this shit. Okay, never mind. I got it. I'm going to make us millions. Okay, what's your question for me? All right, Alex. Would you rather go through life unable to forget anything or go through life unable to remember anything? So you either like don't forget anything. Yeah, that. You have like horrible experiences. Yeah, that. I would rather remember everything because with your memory comes growth and lessons and it's like oh i'm not gonna do that shit again because i already fucked that up once and it's like if you don't remember anything you're just gonna keep oh you would probably die it was a stupid question yeah that was a stupid question because imagine like a toddler doesn't rem like what i would just be a bubble i wouldn't know words i wouldn't know how to walk because i wouldn't remember how to do anything so i would just be useless i got another one would you rather travel a lot or meet a lot of people okay i say this but i know that it's a lie i want to travel a lot because I'm like, I don't hashtag no new friends, but like, I love meeting people. 
it's like so hard for me to yeah, not you're just a fucking talk. social butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Don't even pretend. Like I love talking to people. Um, but I don't know. I, w I think just travel at this point in life. I'm just like, I want to travel. I'm so tired. I get Let it. Let me just go you see found your places. Person. You found me. Yeah. You're the only person I need to talk to. You don't need anybody else. And you're like, let's just travel together. Yeah. I would rather travel a lot. I don't know then because sometimes you meet people when you and, travel. Well, no, not just that, but like you can like learn from their experiences and have opportunities from meeting people. You know, I think so. Yeah, that's tough. Are you, you can learn a lot from other, other people? Like, I can't meet anyone new in life or I can't travel anywhere else in life. I don't know. Yeah, Sure. I don't know. I still would choose travel. I want to travel. I think so, too. Because I'm already, I've only been in like two places and I'm 34. What do you mean you've I been mean to like out of the, out of the country? No, you haven't. Have you never been to Europe? No, I've never been to Europe. You've never been to South America? No, no. <laughs> you've been oh, wait, to, Mexico. You've been to Mexico. You've been to Jamaica. You've been to Aruba. Okay. You've been to Australia. All right, Europe. Yeah, I've never been to Europe. I already asked. No, I said I've never been to Europe. So yeah. Oh, I thought you said Europe. <laughs> no, I, no, I already know you I asked me a question. I thought you said you're up. Like, you're up. <laughs> you're so dumb. Wait, has anyone made a joke about that? I feel like we could do something with that. Like, you're up. Am I up? That's so corny. Okay. Okay. That is so funny. I'm over this. Next oh, section. Okay. Would you rather Ruby answer all of your burning questions? I don't know. I was going to say, give it to me straight. Oh, yeah. But that. Oh, wait. That is it. Oh, my God. We need to just end this podcast. We just did Would You Rather. So it is give it to me straight. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so the section is give, give it, it to, to me straight, straight, where we answer all of your burning questions. You know what, John? I'm just going to let you take it from here. All right. I'm going to read the question. All right. Hi, guys. I want to reach out because my husband and I just got married in June 2020. We put our beloved home up for rent, moved to a new state in October 2020, had our first child, and we both started brand new businesses each. I'm feeling so overwhelmed with all this new, and part of me thinks it's just easier to pack up and move back home with my baby and go back to my life before. My husband really isn't getting this. I'm overwhelmed, and I don't know if I can do this anymore thing. She had that in quotations. How do I communicate to him to make him understand that I want to feel happy and secure again? He tells me that he enjoys this chaos and all the unknown, but I need more structure and consistency in my life. Please help me. Oh my she God. Did a lot of ease. Oh my God, girl. I, you, I feel like you're speaking to my soul. And if I had a kid, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Number one is obviously communication with each other. John and I got in this spot last year where we were kind of in the same boat. We were renting out our house. John had just came on full time and we were, there were, I felt like there was no stability with us because we were moving around everywhere. We were like staying at my parents and it just got to the point where we looked at each other and we were like, what do we need to do? Like our relationship in marriage is number one, if we are going to get through this. So we need to focus on each other. And what does that mean? Be in our own space, like where we feel the most happy. So we went back to our house in Raleigh. Um, are you not going to like talk about it? <laughs> when you're, did, you're you're just like <laughs> I, you're not like yeah yeah you're just sitting okay. there looking at me. you're so shitty at like segueing to let me talk okay well let me wrap up my point oh, okay so what when, when did you want me <laughs> no, to speak you're like this you're like mm. i'm petting kobe <laughs> 
So <laughs> you're looking at me and talking <laughs> a mile a minute and you're like, oh, are you going to speak? At what point did you want me to say something? Anytime, pipe up. Oh my God. Um, so we went back to our house in Raleigh and it just, it was like a breath of fresh air because I was like, thank God we're in the same, we know that we're going to be in the same place for a few months. But I think it's completely natural though to feel overwhelmed when there is no structure, especially if you have a kid. I think you said that your baby is young. So it's not like they're in the school system where, you know, they're losing friends like by moving around a lot. But either way, it's just, there's nothing like, you know, like being in your own home. I agree. What resonates with me with what you're saying is your backup plan. Oh, we could just pack up, go back to our house, go back to what's comfortable and like knowing that you can do those things. That's so me. That's why I'm like, oh, I kept my OT license. And if it doesn't work out, I can go back home or whatever. Well, does, does your business venture have to stop if you move back home or you know what I mean? Like, do you, is it the home specifically that you want to be in? Cause I guess, I don't know, for me, it's like as lovely as it sounds that like home is wherever John is like home is where you guys are. Yes. But I think that when there's no consistency, home is where you're comfortable, home is yeah. where you're happy. Well, And that's what I mean. Like us renting places and staying in random places. I, that's not my happy place. Like no. my happy place yeah. is just in my own home, like wherever you make it your own. So, you know, you need, she needs to just make a pros and cons list of what you want to do. I know you're overwhelmed right now. And like, I think anyone who's starting something new gets overwhelmed because you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. Unknown. You're putting in so many hours of work. I see where he's going though, with being like, it's exciting because of the chaos and like what's going on. The unknown is exciting. Yeah, but I I do think that you have to find a middle ground and like what is going to make you happy. Because if you completely burn out and it's going to take a toll on your marriage, that's not worth it. No. You guys definitely need to have that conversation. Yeah. If he's not getting it, you're going to have to figure out a way to have him understand what you're going through and how you feel. Because like you said, your marriage comes first. Yeah. And everything else needs to fall to wayside. And we'll also fall in suit once you guys figure out what you're going to do for each other. Like, remember the one year that I started the company and you were an OT and I was so stressed with weddings and planning our own wedding. And you were like, this is eating you alive. If this is going to ruin you and ruin our relationship, like you can't do this anymore. And I was like, you right. Those are facts. And then I figured out ways to delegate that way. It was easier on me and our relationship because you know, if you're not, if you're stressed in other aspects of your life you're gonna bring that into your personal life like if you're stressing your career like there's no way to really keep them separate like it's gonna seep into your relationship as well so try to delegate figure out what you can change to make you more happy and feel comfortable in the space and place that you're at right now but you know communication and putting your relationship first exactly did we not sing it yet communication I switched it up. I went a little high note. Also, everyone's there. threshold is different. You That's know, true. It's crazy. It's, you almost have to have that stressed year, first year to really figure out, find your threshold. Like, can I go higher than this? Can I, or do I need to do less? Like, I think for us this year is the cap of our threshold that we'll never go past again. Oh, yeah. And knowing that and knowing what we can do, though, it just makes me feel so much more confident and better about the 
the years to come. Well, and it's setting boundaries, I think. But it's but it's a learning curve, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like you you have to experience that first. So I know this is new for you. you guys are in your first year of the company. I want to say you both have your own company. I think that's what she said. Or whatever business venture you're doing. Right. So a lot of growing pains, but you guys will figure it out. But yeah, it comes down to communication and making sure that you are each other's priority. Exactly. Question number two. Hey, Alex and John, my boyfriend and I have been together since high school. It will be nine years this December. I'm 25 and he's 26. For a little over two years now, I have been hoping that he would pop the question. I understood why he hadn't considering we didn't live together yet. We were also both still figuring out our careers until recently. This past July, we finally were able to get our first apartment together. So far, living together has been everything I dreamed it would be. We are a great team, and I love being able to come home to each other every day. More recently, a lot of our couple friends that we have been hanging out with have been getting engaged one by one. I know I shouldn't compare our story to everyone else's, but I cannot help but feel jealous and inadequate because we aren't engaged yet. We have watched our friends enter in and out of relationships, and now we're watching them get engaged and married. We've talked about our dream wedding, and we both know for sure that we will get married. But recently, when I hint or joke about getting engaged, he seems standoffish. I figured this is either because he is going to do it soon, or it's because he really isn't ready to do it yet. I decided that instead of being jokey with it and beating around the bush, I would have an actual conversation with him about it. I asked him why he never seems to want to talk about getting engaged or why when I show him a pretty ring on my phone or something, he barely even looks. He told me it's because he knows that with everyone getting engaged around us that I am disappointed that I am not engaged yet and that he doesn't feel like he could give me the wedding that I want yet. So he wants to wait until we have more money. I told him we don't need wedding money to be engaged and we could stay engaged for a while. I feel like his response is totally valid. However, he is naturally the type of person that requires a lot of encouragement and pushing to make a big decision. The only reason he quit his first retail job and went to school was because I pushed him to do it. The only reason we moved out was because I pushed it for a long time. I don't want my engagement to be something I have to ask or push for, but with each passing day, it's eating at me more and more. We are in the perfect situation right now to get engaged and it's been super frustrating trying to be patient and chill about it while all of our friends move on to the next step. How can I approach this without being pushy? Anyone I talk to about it says it's crazy that he has waited this long and he should, she wrote kiss or get off the pot, but I think she meant shit or get off the pot. I'm feeling super bummed about it since I really felt it was coming soon, but after talking about it with him a little, it seems like he's not even started planning for it. So you want to get engaged and he's not ready to get engaged because he doesn't have enough money. At least that's what he's said to her. Well, up for the wedding, I think. Like he. Yeah, but his excuse is for some reason he thinks that he can't get engaged yet because he doesn't have enough money to have the wedding that she wants. Correct. That's his only like defense. Well, right. It's not like the cost of the ring. I don't think I think it's about the wedding. So from a male perspective, what are your thoughts? I feel like. For me, having everyone around me get engaged makes me want to get engaged less. To be honest, I'm like, I don't need to follow the norm of Mm -hmm. when I'm fucking ready, I'm ready to get engaged. Right. I feel bad for her because she's ready. Right. Right. So it's up to her what she wants to do. It doesn't seem like this is affecting him at all, like for wanting him to have the itch to get engaged right now. She needs to decide if that's worth it or not to her to stay with him. I think it's just everyone is on their own but wait, timeline. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, go ahead. But like her getting anxious because now all of her friends are getting engaged is not the right reason to get engaged. Right. I'm not saying that you don't love him and you're 
you're not getting engaged with them for the right reasons. But having those environmental factors, these people around you getting engaged and making you anxious doesn't make it a healthy situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could speak from my own experience that when I was with my ex, all these people around us were getting engaged. Like his brothers were getting engaged. And I was like, when are we next? You know, and we ended up breaking up for a, a ton of reasons. But like, I remember feeling so anxious too and be being annoyed that we weren't engaged yet. And I'm like, thank God we did not get engaged. But I wanted to get engaged for the wrong reasons, not because I wanted him to be my future partner, even though like in hindsight, like I did at that time. Right. But I think that you convince yourself that you're behind or that this is where you guys need to be, where your timeline is just going to be different. And I use this example all the time because if people like stress about like, oh my God, we're not engaged yet. I had a coach, one of my dance team coaches in high school. She was with her boyfriend for years, like 10 to 15 years or something. Everyone was like, why aren't you getting engaged? And, you know, I think that she felt like she wanted to get engaged as well. But I'm sure she probably felt the pressure. Oh, my God. From like all of her friends. So they got engaged and married like way later in life than their surrounding friends and family members. But he built a business and not that like money buys happiness, but like they're just millionaires. Like they were built, they were busy building a business oh, like behind the, the, the priority scenes. was doing yeah, that. Like their priority the... was like, it's not getting engaged. It's not getting married. Like our priority is something else now. Like our timeline is so different. And now people who got engaged and married before they did are divorced and they have this empire. They have a ton of kids now. Like, they're just super happy and successful. At least that's what I'm seeing from the outside world. You know what I mean? But like, I just think it's interesting when you could easily compare your timeline to someone else's, but you can't do that. Like everyone has different priorities, you know, like your friends who are getting engaged and married doesn't mean that it's going to work out. It might. That's great for them. But like they're on a different timeline than you. I agree with you. I agree with you with the timeline thing. I just think it being a norm that like there's a timeline and there's a time period of when you need to be dating and get married and have kids and all that shit. Like do you do what's comfortable and like what you want. And, I, yeah. I but mean, go back to the two of them though. Like I think she needs to check herself a little bit on that and really figure out like what the priority is. I will say though, I understand your frustrations because I think that's a very real feeling to be in a relationship and want to get engaged. But like you also don't want to be pushy. Um, and I don't think that pushing anyone to anything is going to work in your favor either. I also think that his reasoning is stupid. Yeah, yeah. I he agree. needs to have a better reason than that. If that's the main reason, that makes no fucking sense. You can get engaged. And like you said, you can be engaged for however long yeah, you want. I have yeah. friends that are engaged for like two, three years. And yep. now you're probably going to have to if you want to have a venue. Right. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, but I think... Um, Obviously, communication is key. And I would ask to have a more open conversation and just be like, again, like, is it is it budget? Is it financial? Because to me, having to pay for the wedding down the road, like that is not it. Like you could save all of your dollars, but also tell them to give you a different reasoning. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that one's stupid. You know, but also ask yourself maybe like, why do I want to rush to get engaged? Like, is there a reason to rush? It's a conversation, but it's also looking at your priorities what's mo more important to you and understanding that every relationship is different that's it okay i think that's all we have for you today 
if you guys want to email us any of your questions, you could reach us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com. You could find us on TikTok at give it to me straight. And we're on Instagram at give it to me straight podcast. Like, subscribe, email, review, comment, share. Send me, with- hey, send me some would you rathers, okay? I'm I want I want to give Alex some would you rathers where she yeah, gets mad at me. Yeah, I feel like me. I haven't gotten any good would you rathers. They're not supposed to send them to you. Send They're them, to, to, send them me. to me. To me, Alexandra Madison. Thank you. That's my Instagram. Send that's them there. That's mine. J Buffard two. The See, most that's so boring. Difficult. J B O U F F A R D two. Don't send them there. Send them. <laughs> Definitely to me. send them to me. Anyways, okay, guys. Thank ciao, you. ciao. Bye. Bye.